This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. And I'm Anthony Nicolosi. Great. That radio's doing good right now. (laughs) One of the radios broke through. (laughs) Um, Motherfucker. And today, this is the... You catch us like two days before New Year's 2020, and we figured... Figured we might as well talk about our year in review, what 2020 was like for KO Koala as a company. Last week, we talked about our personal game experiences for 2020, um, and now we're going to talk about KO Koala's experience for 2020. Ooh. Yes. But first, uh, yeah, I, just wanted yeah, to, I just wanted to, since I didn't talk about this last week, I just want to say I finished Cyberpunk last night, 2.45 a.m. is when I quit the game. Damn. Um, it took me about 50 hours. Okay. Um, and I completed, I didn't complete all the like random side quests and shit, but I completed all the major side quests as well as the main story and a bunch of other shit too. Um, okay. Honestly, like the feeling I had the most when I finished is I literally just want to like boot it back up in a new game and play a different, a new like build and just like play the entire game again. I'm not going to so, do it until I build my new computer, but that's like how good it was for me. One through 10. Um, Skyler's score. So, I I think if we're going to do this, if I'm going to give a score, we need to have some parameters, right? Like, okay. I, for example, if I'm scoring it on, like, gameplay design. Okay. I'm fine maybe, if you break it out. Yeah, Maybe we'll break it up and then we can average. So, gameplay design, 10 out of 10. One of the best gameplay design games I've ever played. Probably the most satisfying, like, first-person open-world shooting gameplay I've ever played by far. So, gameplay design in this in this particular game, I mean, what does that entail? For me, that's like when the you combat, say that, the yeah. hacking, like just the com. Basically, all I'm talking about with gameplay design is the combat, the like the okay. battles and like what you do when you're like interacting the most with the gameplay. So, so when you say that, I'm thinking the FPS sandbox, mm-hmm. the AI adversaries, the, the FPS sandbox. Yeah, maybe. Okay. The AI wasn't like amazing, so maybe nine point five out of ten. But the AI was pretty good. I, it was pretty ten out of ten for me, though. Honestly, like that's the reason I want to replay it is because the sandbox is so good, and there's so many options for different builds. So that because the combat was so fun, the combat's so fun, and like I can do a build that's so completely different than the build I did that it would be basically like playing a new game. Okay. Um, the variety so then, of options in the sandbox was something that interests you totally rpg progression like how the rpg gameplay felt like your skill progression all that 10 out of 10 as well for me like i loved how they made those systems um performance uh for me it probably ended up being like a like a six or seven out of ten um like it performed okay but it dripped frame rate a lot and uh and i had a bunch of like bugs they were all minor but there was enough the quantity was big enough that yeah, it doesn't it doesn't get a high score on that. Um the uh story um probably 9 out of 10. Uh it's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Not 8 or 9 out of 10. The ending was like not the best ending I've ever experienced in a game, but it was good. I liked the ending. Um Yeah. 
So like eight or nine out of ten. So I don't know. Overall, I think I would probably rate it a nine. Nine out of ten. Okay. Okay. I think my original review when I was like 20 hours in was 8.5 out of 10. And I think honestly, just the fact that the game held my interest for 50 hours, which is not something that single player games do. Like, I think the last single player game I completed of even a remotely similar length is maybe Mario Odyssey. And I don't think it took me that long. Um, so like, that's cool. a big deal. Just the yeah, fact yeah. that it could yeah, get yeah. me to play it. You know me, like how I don't mm-hmm. roll with that. So to get me to play a game for 50 hours, and then want to just start playing it again. Like that has to be a nine out of 10 game. That has to be yep. one of the best games of that genre that I've ever played. I mean, makes sense to me in my head uh, based off of the conversation we had in the actual, if you're listening to this right now and you're, you want maybe a more in-depth breakdown of what Skylar's thoughts were on the game. When he was about 20 hours in, we did a cyberpunk podcast. You can I think I was check actually that 30 episode out. hours in. I okay. Think, so in maybe podcast. even more. Um, and in that conversation, some of the, some of the systems you talked about, the hacking system. I mean, the hacking system alone, like we talked about, seems like it's almost a game itself. It's you so know, yeah. um, you could just have, Ba- the way based off of the way you described it you could just have a game where you basically go around and hack stuff <laughs> which is sort of how i played and that's what's like so cool is that now i want to go back and like put a fuck ton of points into body and just like and you can get these hacking decks that remove hacking from the game entirely so you don't hack anymore at all and instead you gain a new ability that lets you go berserk so like every 60 seconds for like 25 seconds you can go like fucking insane and you get like 80% more HP Power. and like okay. 200% damage and like you can jump higher and move faster and just like go fucking crazy for a little while. So That's cool. That's yeah, cool. There's just like it's all probably this like d- what I would do. <laughs> right. There's also well there's also these blades you can get for your wrists and you can spec into reflex and get this ability that like slows time for like 15 seconds you can just like run between people fucking slashing their heads off with these mantis blades. Yeah. So That's cool. That's cool. Uh um anyway. Okay. Yeah. Any any closing thought? Okay, still the, the, here's my perspective on the situation. I just want to add um I have not played Cyberpunk. So I have no personal opinion on the gameplay. My observation on the state of things, like how the coverage is in the media and everything, specifically surrounding the bugs, most specifically the the big one is the controversy on uh the the base consoles, the Xbox yeah, yeah. One and the PS4s, including like the whole Sony snafu, you know. I don't know if you saw that, where Sony pulled it from the store Mm -hmm. it's apparently the first Mm -hmm. time right whatever yeah and the investor suing them and shit yeah i saw a thing today that said the cd project red thinks that lawsuit has like no feet at all well that's good hopefully it doesn't for them i'm like from my perspective uh we maybe we can have another podcast we'll wait for another game to fuck up the base console launch I mean, I, you I know think, me. Like, I don't give a fuck about the base consoles. Like, this is no, like, no. This, this is like a For next sure. gen title to me. Like, why? That's the it, conversation it sh- that I think would have be interesting been to have on base consoles. Halo Infinite is is a. Uh, near and dear to my heart and yep. that thing is going to have this conversation for maybe sure maybe when we get there we'll talk about it especially if, yeah. it, if it has a similar fate when it releases on base consoles we'll see I'm, I, 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 yeah we'll, we'll, we'll pause on that conversation yeah. uh, and we'll have one anyway so your review what does that mean what do you want to talk about you, I'm going to leave the agenda to you give yeah. us a like maybe we just go through a few different realms of KO Koala and sort of just discuss the year for each of those little realms yeah, I think 
Or you we know, should go chronologically. Time, I think those are like our options. Yeah, I think on quality time, usually what you hear from us, um, if you're listening or if this is your first time, is some uh, sl- maybe sl- you, you could say slightly more educated than the average game player's ruminations on various gaming things, right? In right. some things, maybe a lot more experienced and educated, especially when it comes to like technical things because of our background in software engineering. In some other cases, it's more just kind of our take on observations on things um and that's that's it you don't necessarily always hear really a lot about the world still doesn't know a lot about what ko koala's game um nor really do we talk much about our the process of us making it i think it would be fun to look back at this year and maybe provide some kind of glimpse also answering some questions right now we're live on twitch if you're listening on audio we're live we're, we're live every time we do the podcast usually it's mondays at 8 30 p.m eastern for the holidays it's been a little different but anyway we're live on Twitch right now. If the chat has questions for us about how the year's been, maybe something you're interested in. For example, we'll take a look back. Some big things that happened for KO Koala this year. Because KO Koala was not founded this year. We didn't start this year. We actually formally founded the studio in March of 2018. And I started work on laying the foundations, if you will, for the studio on lots of things in like the beginning of 2017. So this is actually, this isn't year one. It's year one for us on social media. It's year one for us, like, in relation to the rest of the world. Uh, like, uh, th- that the rest of the world knows us, or whatever you'll say. We went live on social media mid-December 2019. So basically, it's been a year. I think the um, one thing we did before that was we had one pre-alpha test that was the our only other interaction with, like, people outside the company before our social media launch. And then the social media launch was our really like our first time interacting with people outside of that. Yeah. So yeah, over this, this has been year one for us uh, in relation to with the community, if you will, um, and all that kind of stuff. So if you have any, interesting things we have links already in the chat asking what's don't, don't, was don't, the best, don't give him that attention was the best thing uh about this year that i joined the community i would say the uh, unfortunately it's maybe like a close like 31st best thing you know links <laughs> but don't worry at the end of the podcast we will be ranking our top 10 favorite community member no i'm just kidding <laughs> Yeah, one huge thing. So I would say the genesis of us doing what we're doing around building a community actually took place probably sometime around 2015. I remember very distinctly, like super distinctly, watching this vlog of a his, his name's Hex. He's an esports uh, CEO for actually right now he's the co CEO of NRG. Um, and he's also the owner of Optic Gaming. I remember watching one of his vlogs, and I thought to myself, why doesn't a video game studio create content like this? Because his vlogs aren't necessarily always just like best snipes in Call of Duty kind of right. thing. They had some stuff like that or because they had an esports team or whatever, but the, the main thing their content always was about was just like building a relationship, essentially bringing the community along for the journey that was 
building optic and then running optic and whatever. Uh, sometimes that vlog, and honestly, one of my favorite vlogs, some of my favorite vlogs was just when he'd fucking go eat like these bomb tacos and he would talk about, he's from Mexico. So he'd give this whole like legit breakdown on like the different regions and shit and their tacos. And you're like, fuck yeah, whatever. Yeah. You developed a relationship with him as a person. And, uh, and we've definitely talked about this before our like social media philosophy for the company. Yeah. You'll, you'll go to our page and you know, we're not, you, we're not a Rocket League clip hitting community. We're not a Halo clip hitting community. We're also not a Radio Lab legit as fuck super researched podcast. You know, like we're not a, uh, we're not a, you know, I don't know what, a technical, um, factoid factory, <laughs> right. uh, on, on these various social media platforms. We are, we're in, in that regard. We're sort of nicheless. We're uh, we're just sort of bringing everyone along the journey with us as we we also. I mean, we're game developers, but I and I know like to a certain extent. Once you make a game, there's no way you like can't be a game dev. You know what I mean? Like ever uh-huh. not have that perspective again. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're also just totally like consumers of this great industry, right? Yeah, like, we, and I I think that's like really significant because I've. I don't know. I've come to this perception that a lot of game developers maybe don't play that many games anymore. So I'm actually a good game developer. Well, <laughs> I'm not saying that those game developers are good. <laughs> no, I, I I understand. At least from like some of the ones that I followed on social media, it seems like uh, the ones that I follow... Um, which may be significantly different than yours, like the actual the ones I do, because they're more in the AAA space. The ones uh-huh. I follow, the way I perceive it, is they spend all their time working on games, and so they don't want to like engage with games on the outside. You right. know what I mean? Which is kind of an issue, right? Because how do you make something good without consuming like what it like it the the thing you're making? You know? Yeah. No, I mean that's like I, being a chef. Right and not like eating, eating. other <laughs> chefs' food. Or no, you- I I I completely understand. I mean, um, I mean, I'll tell you, Skyler specifically, and to those who are watching, like Skyler is the lead game designer at Ko Koala. And I mean, I think if you hear our conversations about game design and game philosophy, everyone can clearly hear. Um, and the the reason why I asked Skyler to partner with me on making it was because just talking with you a little bit was so obvious. Not only that you loved games, a lot of people love games, right? A lot of people just like love playing games. Yeah. But um, I I want to remember the word that Jesse Shell uses to describe this. I want to say he calls it like the holographic perspective or some shit. Okay, but it's basically, sounds like a Jesse Shell thing. Yeah, you can see, you can enjoy the experience for what it is. Like you played Cyberpunk and you enjoyed it for what it was. And at the same time, you can analytically like break down what about that experience was satisfying, why it was satisfying, right? Like all of these things. And uh also quite frankly i don't know anybody who plays more games than you <laughs> which is a, such a in my opinion like you just said if i wanted if i wanted to have a designer working at my studio who was in charge of designing games man i would fucking hope he knew his shit and uh, like breadth of knowledge as well as depth you know it's so valuable to like come up with an idea right like we come up with an idea and then i can be like that reminds me of this mechanic in this game specifically. And yeah, then we can 100%. look at that mechanic and be like, what was good about that mechanic and what was bad about that mechanic and how can we make it better, right? Because we're not here 
trying to like I think it's just so bad. And I was just thinking about this yesterday when I was playing Cyberpunk that a lot of video game companies really reinvent the wheel like every time they make a new game. Like the CD Projekt Red developers had never made like a futuristic game before. So I was thinking about like the driving mechanics alone, right? They probably had to implement those from the ground up, right? And how many fucking studios have implemented driving mechanics in the past? And they just had to make a complete well, driving dude, what about system the combat system? Have they done first person? No, that they've never studio? done first person anything, right? Thought, yeah. So, like, it's just, like, it's crazy how much reinventing of the wheel must happen in video game development. And I don't know if that's a problem that needs solving, but it's definitely, like, valuable to be able to take what has already been made and use it in a consideration of how to make your system good. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it's just, I, I, I don't know. Not It's not even on a, on a, in it, from a creative perspective, I'm thinking of, like, music when making music, having a wide range of exposure to different kinds of music i think always lends it at least in my opinion seems to always lend itself to like more creative output i agree 100 percent. yeah um i think from a technical perspective like as a software engineer working with people um some of the there's there there's always there's uh, like in software especially right now there's if you will there's a meta game like there's a, mm-hmm. a meta knowledge that everyone's had the preferred way of doing things whatever but then there's you find in real life when you're trying to make things scenarios that don't fit into those formulas cleanly all the time and having this breadth of knowledge of like well you know, one time I was exposed to this thing in this context and that fits over here. It's like the same with games. It's like, well, I'm making this game. This particular element of this game feels like it should be more fun or like right. could be more fun. Right. Like what could make it fun? Those experiences you have outside of, you know, in those these different kinds of games definitely helps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. And, and I absolutely recognize, like, I don't... Um, I I don't I don't know if judge myself is the right word. I don't care that I seem to only like really fixate on enjoying certain experiences and I enjoy the shit out of them, the Halos and the Rocket Leagues. Mm-hmm. But I do totally recognize that it, there's a whole other world of experiences that because I'm not interested enough to check out, like I'm not exposed to, you know. And yep. so, it's, uh, that's the anyway. Yeah, you, no. Josh, too, right? Josh, who's not here right now, he plays uh, a lot of games. Definitely more than I, I think he plays a wider variety of games than I do. Definitely, my, I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. I agree. Anyway, uh, let's get to some of these questions. Links is actually asking some good questions now. Um, first question I want to answer is who does the most work to make your game? He says I'm a guest Skyler. I'm going to tell you that you're very wrong, Links. Um, Anthony does the most work for Ko Koala by far. Anthony like does so much fucking work for Ko Koala. It's insane. Mostly because he manages all of the social media stuff while also doing an equivalent or more amount of game work as Josh and I. So Anthony definitely takes the cake on that one. Just so you know, like Anthony is the one who does all the social media posting, all that shit. I edit the podcast. That's my main contribution to the social media side of things uh, but yeah anthony does all that so he definitely takes that cake <laughs> yeah i mean we we have different also responsibilities links right um like i said before sky oh i though i will add to for skyler for skyler's sake here sky the discord experience is almost almost i would say like 98 percent implemented by skyler so um you know if you love your agora you love your parthenon the actual code for that is almost like 
entirely written. Like, yeah. uh, Anthony has made one like, change. Yeah, yeah. He's contributed one or two good. changes ever to that source base. Yeah. So, um, so Skyler, uh, and for example, I when we are making the game, um, so the design work, the um, if you will, the creating of the experiences. I don't even know, like uh, the making of levels like and stuff. design. Yes, the gameplay the design. design how to maybe tweak parameters so the game seems fun. I would say that work is like a lot more on the Skyler and Josh side of things. I'm more like doing work towards the implementing the systems that enable the gameplay. Yeah, Anthony does like the deep, a lot of deep coding work. Anthony, like, it's honestly like extremely experienced coder. He does way more coding at normal work than I do too. So he's like, easily the best one for the job when we do like very complex coding problems but and he does a lot of design from a coding perspective and i do a lot of design from like a game and mechanics perspective yeah to give an example skylar might say you know what or or whoever says it would be cool if in the game we could do this thing or have this mechanic right and i code the systems that enable that mechanic and then skylar and Josh will leverage those mechanics to make the game fun and right. make the game. You know right. what I mean? It actually so. has worked great for us. I think actually one big thing that happened in December of 2019 is we, re- I think that's about when it was. Yeah, it was. It was like December, January 2019 is we really solidified what our responsibilities were and like how, what our roles were in the company and how we could accomplish those roles. And I think that made a huge difference for like how the company worked. Right. Yeah. Hundred. No. Hundred percent. Um, that was when we sort of decided that I would be like the lead game designer, even though it was sort of unspoken what we were doing. We like made right. it more official, and that really like was beneficial for Ko Koala. And I've I've talked about this in the past before. Kind of relates to that previous conversation. I really strongly believe, based off of all of the uh, uh, podcasts and videos I've watched, the GDC videos I've watched and stuff. One thing I've really gleaned out of there that it seems to be true that. The more cooks in the kitchen design wise, the the more trouble you have of coming up with like a really pure output. And so I would personally prefer like to def- and I've told Skylar this before. Sometimes we'll talk back and forth about like a decision or whatever. I would defer. I prefer to just defer to Skylar on a call so that it's like more primarily like a, a consistent vision of like Skylar's uh, experience that he has in his mind than like that we all get our voice heard. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, equivalently. I just I think we're going to make a better game and like I said before, I think Skylar's like more qualified to make some of those design calls anyway. Yep. So, um we we're a team. We are. Yeah, and believe I believe it or not. Our team works great. So anyway, moving on to Link's next question. He said, "When did we first think to make Agora?" So, I believe Anthony came up with an idea when we were talking about doing our social media and we want i've always wanted to start a discord that's been something i've talked about since the very beginning of our company i was like we have to do a discord um and the no more robots guy uh what's his name mike Uh, mike rose mike Mike Rose. rose he really touts how valuable discord was for him in making his game company because it gives you a dedicated audience who you basically know are gonna buy your game um and so once we did that, Anthony had this idea called the DMX, the <laughs> Discord metagame experience. Yeah, I always add X because it's cooler. <laughs> yeah. And so that turned 
it turned into like and i always wanted to do some sort of like arg sort of thing relating to the game in the discord so that turned into agora it was like how can we put something that relates to the game in the discord and have people interacting with the universe be able to release information through it and have people like engage with us and that's where that's at least in my perception where agora came from yep yep we had a um yeah, I, I want to even say it was maybe at the beginning of 2020 when we were kind of talking about our goals for the year. The Discord, the Discord Meta X was. Uh, I'll be honest. If 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 somebody put a gun to our head and was like, "You have, you can only support one of your social media endeavors, uh, and you include Discord in there, and you have to let go of the rest," I would definitely pick Discord. You know, our. Uh, Discord is, I, I, in a way, if you if to use an anthro, what's the word when you use like a human anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic perspective on it? Like the Discord is the heart, you know. Right. Uh, maybe Instagram, in a lot of ways, is the head or like the arms with big biceps, kind of a thing that attracts people. Yeah, to Instagram. The heart. Inst- yeah, Instagram is like the 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 attractive face. Right. Uh, But yeah, Discord is the heart. As you can see, right, like Link, Sado, people who are in the Discord, you can just have a a more in-depth, I I don't know if relationship is the word, but like with with us and with each other in the Discord, then you can in Instagram in comments and likes and stuff, right? So. Um, and quite frankly, I've, I've fucking love how the the discard has gone. It's It's been a, it's been a jam. Yeah. I, uh, link says he joined the discord first before even Instagram and everything like that. It's been very interesting also to watch people transition over. I'll like, I'll build a conversation and maybe somewhat of a relationship with people in like Instagram DMS and then they come join the discord and then they love the discord and like, that's cool. You know, it's awesome. I mean, seeing people like actually enjoying this community we've built is really nice because you know, we're just two guys who like to fuck around with video games and it's cool to have all these people who are enjoying the stuff we're making. Yeah. Actually, this was a question I had for you, Skylar, specifically. I think the discord's a great one. Um, what is, the thing that you found most enjoyable about making and uh, maintaining the Discord experience? I mean, I think the coolest thing to me about... I mean, the, the night where everyone was playing trivia is, like, a great example. Like, it's just so cool because, like, you know, we're making a game, but no one can play it yet except for our play testers. So, and Agora is basically a game, right? And so, to, like, to have this thing we made... Um, and then to have people play it and enjoy it and like want more of it that's like the big thing right that's so cool is like people get excited when i say there's a new feature coming right like right right. that's cool that's not something that you get to experience that often that's what i was gonna say like it's we get to generate the hype that anthony loves so much (laughs) yeah i do love generating (laughs) hype i'm gonna be honest the tip of the iceberg anything we've ever generated so far Uh, love i love the the um in relation to the discord first though i i I agree that it's it's super exciting to put work like i said skylar does most of the work but to see that come like to fruition solely like he's actually skylar's currently cooking some new shit that especially you guys in the end game of the discord i just want it to be done i want it to be ready (laughs) we're we're taking 
yeah, it's taken a little longer than usual. And on one hand, because we are um, very busy with normal game stuff and normal work stuff, that's a thing maybe we can talk about. I, I have a question about that too uh, for you. But um, also, we're taking the time to do it in such a way that we can really build on it after a release too. Yeah. Like so, in in cool ways. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, here releasing I want releasing things is hype. Yeah. Yes. Releasing. I want to go back to one more links question. Okay. Unless, unless you had more ones, to talk eh? about about this question. No, no, no. Go okay. ahead. Um, so Lynx is Lynx just sort of is jumping us around a bit, but I think that's great because, you know, we don't want this to take 10 hours, so we might as well jump around a bit. Um, Lynx asks, I think I'm just going to bullet through a few of these. Is our game able to be speedrun? Um, and he says, is it going to take an hour or 50? Like, can it be realistically speedrun? All we'll say about this is, yes, it can be realistically speedrun. Um, and we are thinking about like making like completing the game fast is something we want to be fun. So that's what I would be willing to say. Do you want to add anything else relating to that? No, I, I'll tell you that I I think, I don't know. The thing that would make me most excited if you've paid attention to our, our conversations on quality time around our opinions on games and stuff like that is that a person like me with the experiences he likes and a person like Skylar with the experiences he likes and even Josh <laughs> like Fucking our game, Josh, <laughs> you know, like all of us like to play. And in fact, we've had like, uh, we've talked a little bit about before our play test strategy of trying to identify super fans of the kind of game we're making people who would actively be interested in the kind of game we're making and have them test early builds, which by the way, can I, I'll just say right now, uh, I'll ask this to you too, but the most, what has been maybe the most valuable thing during development of this game from a feedback or whatever the fuck perspective, for me, it's the fucking play test, dude. I cannot imagine making this game and then just without doing a play test and just releasing it one day. I cannot tell you how much better I I I, I said it this last episode on the podcast, yep. but I played our build from summer of 2019 because I had it on my computer and I was just like I'm just gonna play it and see what it's like. I was like, wow, the current build is so much better, and it's not necessarily like way more content loaded per se. The game itself, the gameplay is just so much better. So, yep. oh yeah, man, we've only added. Test. Two major mechanics since 2019, but those two major mechanics make a huge difference in the game overall. Yep. Yep. There's some. And both of those came directly because of playtest. The first one, we had our playtest, then I was on a plane and it like came to me during my plane ride. I was like, oh, this yeah. is how we solve this problem. We have a mechanic in the game that wasn't getting a lot of use. We had it there. It was kind of cool, but it just didn't have a... It didn't feel like it needed to be there. And I came up with a way on the plane for how to make it need to be there. And now that's like one of the cornerstone mechanics of the game. And we did the same thing. And then recently with our last playtest, one of our playtesters basically directly suggested this idea. And then we just sort of workshopped it and iterated on what all of our perceptions of it looked like until we came to one we really like. And now, now honestly, those two mechanics are two of like the most fun mechanics in the game. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's hard. I don't know for some of you who are in chat, maybe you've experienced like putting effort behind a creative endeavor, showing it to people, and then maybe like 
getting bummed out by their response or whatever like that. A lot of times I find that on creative things, people really put their heart into it and people can get hurt from the feedback. I think for us, maybe a gift all three of us have is that I don't think any of us have really felt that way. Like we no. like from the perspective of we we hear we're we're actively looking for you to tell us what's wrong here, you know? And um, I literally tell oh people gosh. during the play test, like, if you think something sucks, please yeah. just like say it directly. Please shit on it. Yeah. Please shit on it, and as as articulate as possible, articulate it as best as possible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. Like, 100%. and I think like I, you know, it's it's an interesting human problem to have pride in something that you've made, but also be willing to like completely change it if it's if it's not what you thought it was. Right. Yeah. I think. I think maybe this is also thanks to having some professional industry experience under our belt and like and maybe already just getting like personal relationship experience. Too. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. I think a blend of all these things that we, um, yeah, we, it's not the end of the world when we hear that bad feedback. I think the thing that would be hardest was like if we release the game really to some like crazily unexpected, like bad reception you know and then we'd be like whoa man i think that if that i think that this is this is a thing we will tell you after we release it you know but yeah. um that that is something that remains to be seen even with play tests and building all of this stuff how will it land you know like that's yeah. really weird one day we're going to release it on the store and like what will people think like we think it's good but are we crazy? You know, like, right. and, and then the the deeper question: even if people think it's good, will people buy it? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, um, I mean, I mean, we hope. Yeah. Yes. Moving on to Links's next question, he asks: Is there a story in the game, and if there is, who plans it? So, since the beginning, I have pushed hard to have a story in the game because I that's really narrative is really valuable to me. Um, I don't think, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony cared as much, not that he didn't want one, but... No, that's true. Um, it wasn't something that was like a cornerstone of what he wanted from the game, but I really wanted that. So I sort of... we. T I think I came up with like the initial outline for the story, but Anthony and I have workshopped the story for a long time together, and I think we've come up to something that we really like, and I think our main goal and our main worry with the story is that we're going to be able to convey it as well as we're hoping. But I feel like if we can, it's going to be really good, and the story will be really compelling and interesting. Yeah, it, it, honestly, the the execution of the narrative is one of the big question marks that I think this particular year holds for our studio. Um, so you know, we'll see. I I I totally agree with Skyler's sentiment. Um, you know, when we talk about the game, we want to make. Uh, and being not only proud, but like liking the thing we made, um, a story was really important for Skylar. I would, I want to say Josh too. He was like really Josh on board with the narrative in with the story. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. At, at one point, I was proposing we cut narrative completely. So, um, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Here, even if it's just like tiny things, we need. Right. Like, I want it because <laughs> uh, one thing I think, um, and this will turn into a question for you here, Skylar, on what is. What would you say is the hardest thing to like about planning, estimating and it making a game because what what my from <laughs> my perspective on cutting the narrative for full context was not because fuck stories. Like I love Halo primarily because of the narrative and the lore and all that shit. 
it's because there are so many unknowns around the implementation for our studio. None of us have, for example, implemented the systems and the uh, don't necessarily have the cutscene or not cutscene or whatever knowledge writing base. whatever we're gonna do. Yeah. To make it, to communicate it, like, I, I think the way that we're thinking all, we're all looking at it is we all see the story, the outline, the things we want to happen in the story. And we're like, oh, cool. We all really like it. And I, m- my perception is all of us in our head have like these different ways of like how that could come to life in a cool way that like would convey it good. And I think the, the thing we'll have to find out is like, can we deliver something out of all of that that does in a good way? And, um, I definitely think we have enough options on the table that narrative won't be cut from our game. Like, I feel right. pretty confident in that, even if it's maybe it's just how way more contained. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we'll have to see. Maybe, maybe there will be some, a few, uh, I, I like, to to finish off this question, one thing that's hard to communicate to people who don't have experience in like working in tech in the technical industry, working on engineering or whatever, is how hard it is to pre to estimate ahead of time how much work it's going to take to do something that you've never done before. You know, like yeah, how the we originally fuck thought I- the game would be done now, right? Yes, originally we thought that the original scope of the game and blah 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 would maybe be doable by release in 2020 and um or even like also, mid 2020 yeah also i will say we probably not until mid 2019 or fall of 2019 though did we also was this whole social media endeavor on the map like it's, it's true come, you it's know true. we did not expect um, to spend this much time doing it but we decided it was really valuable to to commit yeah, I, quite frankly, I think I, at least my, myself personally, I've arrived to the conclusion that, um, you know, if we were in a situation where we were sitting on like fucking a million followers or something, then it's like, dude, just fucking finish the game. OK, you know, like <laughs> right. there's enough people who are going to be interested in it that we can turn around and quit our jobs and just work on this. Right. Yeah. Yep. We're not there yet, though. And um what it means to me is that we shouldn't cut our the amount of focus we're putting on it in it to any extent, and uh, there's just a reality to that. If yeah. if I work forty hours a week, and then I have thirty more hours I put into Ko Koala, and ten of that is towards content creation, or fifteen of that, that's just literally fifteen that's not going into the game. You know what right. I mean? So like, right? Um, it's just a reality. But yeah. hey. I don't know if you told me that right now the game would be on the verge of release, but we didn't have the community and everything that we've done the last year. I would trade it. Like me, I, me too. Give me this, you know. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like legit. Like also, just from a human perspective, it's so much more. <laughs> it's fun to like be with the community. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy that we went from like koala walla to having like six different wallets and all that <laughs> shit. Like people, like it's great. We didn't expect it to like do all of this, and it's really cool that people are interested in engaging the community in unique ways. Yeah. Um, 100%. talking about your estimation question, um, I just it's just to give people like an idea of what this could look like. So there's like a system in the game, um. And there are countless examples of this. This is just the most recent one, which is why I'm using it. But, like, there's a system in the game that Anthony estimated was going to be, like, take, like, 
two days basically is what he yeah. estimated and i agreed like it wasn't like i was like you're crazy like i was like yeah totally and we've done the same thing backwards plenty of times before too like this new agora feature for example i was like that'll take a week and then like three weeks later it was like okay this isn't, this isn't I even still have two done. weeks left yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and that's the same with this this thing that anthony was like two days and then it's been like two weeks at least since yeah that it's it's so uh, it's <laughs> It's impossible. It is literally it's, impossible is. to estimate something that you've never done before. Uh, this happens. Uh, we use techniques for this. This is very common in the industry we work in, in the software industry. In software in general, yeah. Yes. It's yes. There are. I, I always try to like give the example to my family, my in-laws who are carpenters, uh-huh. and I'm like. I, I don't know how to explain it to you. Yes, I have the same sort of tools at my disposal, but it's kind of like if somebody told you like, yes, you can build this kitchen, but it's got to be made of metal. You can use hammers, but you have to build it on in the fucking air this time. You know, like right. it's just like there's some familiarity there, but it's so there's so much new shit. It's- right, or it's like it's like you need to build this kitchen and you can use all your existing knowledge, but you need to build it out of this material you've never you don't know anything about. Yeah, or with these tools you've never used right, or before. With this, yeah, or with this tool you've never used before. Exactly. Because for some reason your previous tools don't work in this context. Like right. that's that's what it is. And like the, <laughs> this one in particular, it was like, yeah, I mean, we've done something similar to this. Um like that works and that great. took this yeah, works great, and it took this amount of time. Uh, this should be just the same thing with, you know, applying the same kind of logic to this context. And then you get in there and you're nope. like, what the fuck? Like mathematical inconsistencies. Uh, Anthony Learning- has asked me more math questions in the past few weeks than I, oh, th- yeah. I ever thought he'd even consider thinking about. Oh, I had to pull out all kinds of knowledge. I was like, oh, fuck. Got to go rehash the trigonometry. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Um, uh, all right, another anyway. Link's question. Just uh, let's bang out the rest of these questions. Then I know you have some questions to ask, and then maybe we'll wrap stuff up. Um, so Link asks, "Are we going to release a demo for the game?" I think the current plan. This is just simple. Is no. Um, that could change. I think there is a possibility we could do some sort of remote beta testing uh, with members of the Discord community, but I don't really consider that a demo. That would be a different sort of arrangement. Um, I think. For people who are not in any sort of early testing, they will be playing the full game on full release, and that's just that. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. I don't think I don't I just don't think this game lends itself to a demo like you would think of the other of like games right. that have demos. So. And I think transitioning Kuz asks, is it multiplayer? Um, which I think relates to this, right? Currently yep. the game is only planned to be single player, and I think single player games are don't really demand demos as much as like a multiplayer game. And would. here's why, Coos. Uh, and actually, we've talked about this before. The game is intentionally not multiplayer for two main reasons. I would say one is based off of learn like education we've received out of like the GDC videos, the game developer conference, d- game developers with experience making games talking about the difficulties in actually implementing a multiplayer game. Right. That's one thing. And the second thing, as you guys all in the chat know, no matter how fucking good a game is, if nobody plays the multiplayer, the multiplayer is shit. Like, if there's nobody queuing for those games, Rocket League might be the most phenomenal fucking thing. But if there was ever only 5,000 people on the servers, 
Rocket League would blow ass, dude. It would be fucking awful to always be pl- playing with 250 ping with some rando in Australia, you know, right. for us. Right. Like, that's the, the, when we have a large enough following, um, where we could feel confident. For example, you know how our game could have multiplayer? If, Tomorrow, Microsoft's like, hey, you guys are actually super fucking cool. We'll fund your entire development and we'll guarantee you $5 million in marketing funds. Like, okay, we can maybe do a multiplayer now. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. in fact, and we it's should. It's not to say we don't know? have ideas about how to make multiplayer experiences relating to our game. It's just right now that's not the right path for us to go down. We'd like to release an experience, get people's opinions on it, have people play it, see that people think it's fun, and then maybe come to some sort of multiplayer experience in the future. Yeah, we've said it before. This particular intellectual property that we're developing does absolutely, can completely have a multiplayer component to it. Um, And we've, like Skylar said, actually, we had an extensive discussion, I want to say mid-2019, about... Should we just pivot and make a multiplayer and game? Just you know? make so. the multiplayer game, yeah. Um, and not have this? So, n- Links, no co-op plans right now, but once again, it could easily lend itself to co-op in the same way, and that could happen in the future, too. And Links, again, you want to know why? Scope, Scope. bro. Yeah, it's just hard. Is the magic word. Yeah. We just want to release our game. <laughs> That's why um, we're also not currently like planning to do PlayStation and Nintendo just because there's additional technical work to yeah. uh, port it there. I mean, yeah, there's honestly, yeah, there's even a reality where we release it just on PC and then release it yep. on Xbox a little later. Who knows like how that yeah, goes over? We're, we're actually going to have a much better idea of how that's going to land this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some... Um, yeah. Who's asked, is it kind of like Bioshock story wise? We're not going to answer that, you, you sneaky baby. Um, Links <laughs> <laughs> uh, asks, is it going to be priced at like 10 to $30 or like $60? I think I'm comfortable, and I think Anthony's comfortable saying it will likely be priced in the $10 to $30 range. I, yeah, yeah. I think that is a great statement to make. I think it is extremely likely it will fall somewhere in that range. Yep. Agreed. Definitely not $60 or higher. No, if it, if it ends up being sixty dollars, you would have you'll know because you'll know that Microsoft acquired us and made and gave us the AAA resources to make a game like that. Yeah, if if you uh um or you know you get a fucking free hoodie or something with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Will you be making merch based off your game? I mean, yeah, yeah like the merch that exists already. The Agora any Agora merch is already merch based off our game. Um. Uh, and we need more Agora merch, per se. Yeah, and I think as sure. we get closer, especially after probably in the next few months, more there will be more game stuff in the wild to make merch of, I guess, or to consider making merch about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, if for pers- like if we, if we think about it, our entire social media following right now has essentially just been us brute forcing our way into a following with giveaways. With as Dekumon said earlier, I think he had a great statement that I thought was hilarious that I meant to read, but I skipped it. Hold on, I'll read it to you. Dekumon said, "Philosophy: bribe people with giveaways and then attack them with wholesomeness till they stay." <laughs> exactly that, i mean legitimately that's that that's is, why you saw us run ads for the giveaway it's like come for the giveaways stay for the content the wholesomeness surf yes the whole thing so um absolutely absolutely uh well uh, so sorry what the reason why i said that this following year 
I think Here, you're... Hold on one second. Don't say anything for like two seconds. Okay, go ahead. I am back. Um, this following year, what you're going to see out of us from a content perspective is an evolution. I think... I, I don't know. I haven't done any of these like, this is what we posted a last year post yet, quite uh-huh. frankly, because I'm so busy. But... Um, I think everyone will agree with the wallas, with everything we do, what we're constantly trying to do is we post content, we see what lands, what doesn't, we try to evolve, we're constantly trying to evolve, and I think there's some really cool stuff coming down the pipe and on all fronts, Instagram content, like, you know, social, normal social media content, Discord content, like all kinds of good stuff, podcast yeah. content, you already saw us bring on Esports Center, Ooh, more I guests think expect, coming. expect many more guests, um, and also... I'll just real quick say, if yeah. you have any guests you'd like to come on the show, please let us know and we'll reach out. Maybe we can totally. Get we'll try. So um, let's see. Next one. Links asked if there's Easter eggs for community members. Um, I mean, there's basically already Easter eggs for community members. If you look at the lore rewards and all that, so yes, yeah, yeah. Um, will you allow Discord members to f- be able to fulfill our dreams and tell Gore to screw off? Maybe someday. I guess you'll have to wait and see. Maybe. Maybe in the games. Maybe in the maybe there's something coming, Deku Man. I'll Who knows? T- like I, I hope that connection is clear. Like Agora is very much prevalent, regardless of how the narrative actually ends up getting implemented in the game. Like yes. you if you're coming from the Discord and you even just played a build right now, you'd be like, Oh shit, you know, whatever. So right. anyway, yes, there's definitely gonna be Easter eggs from that so perspective. What other questions did you have? If any. What what is your favorite thing about making the game proper? Favorite? Um, We're not answering that yet. Links, no genre stuff yet, but soon maybe. Soon TM. Yes. yes. So what's your like? Is making? Is coding your favorite part? Is uh, uh, oh. coming up with the narrative the favorite I mean, there's part. a reason that my title is lead game designer, and that's because the design is my favorite part by far. Like, my favorite thing to do in video games, and what my, like, once, if, once Kale Qual is enormous, right, my goal will be, like, like, whereas Anthony's goal, once Kale Qual is enormous, is to sit in a room and make really fucking cool sound effects. My, <laughs> my goal is to be able to sit in a chair and just have someone come to me and be like, hey, we want to do, like, we want, we think this would be a fun mechanic in the game. And I want to, like, be able to talk about that mechanic with them and come up with ideas to make it really cool. Like, thinking about the mechanics of the game and how to make those fun and how to just, like, design the game to be fun and satisfying is my favorite part by far yep cool um well do you want to talk about yours i don't know if your goal i mean i know originally when we talked about this when we we had the conversation we were like what's our fantasy job in the company if the company were huge i remember you said you would want to do folly you would want to just like sit there like those halo guys and make sound cool ass sound effects i think it like i i don't know if i'd want to be especially after seeing like austin wintry's all the shit that goes into making a soundtrack (laughs) i don't know if i i think i would want to be able to contribute when i felt like it musically but not necessarily be on the hook for it. And then also same with sound effects. Like basically I'd want to be like, I mean, I guess I'd be fine being on the hook for folly. Like you need folly. uh, No problem. I I just, the nuances of sound is so fascinating to me. Like I I think it gives so much to the, at least for me, I guess personally 
like so much to the like the feel and the embodiment of the experience like how this how this thing like based off of the sound the spartan makes when it hits metal i get a feeling for like what it's like to be that spartan and what that environment's like and i get in the world and blah 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 and it's just the footstep that did it you know like um so much more when you get all this these other richness and blah blah blah. Yeah, Scott right. Lynx is saying, I remember when Anthony made those fire sounds. Honestly, that kind of content is something I, I find a lot of fun. I'll be like the reality is those kind of content pieces are so I, and maybe this is the next question, Skyler, is like of all the content we've made, which which one's the one that you find most interesting, maybe most fun to make or whatever? Um those fire sounds are a ton of work. I don't know if you remember the one links where I took my my brother-in-law's like mouth sound and then I made it uh some other thing. I don't remember yeah, what I it was, like that. a banging sound yeah, that we turned into a game with the monster. Remember the yeah. monster was running and that we made it from his like that sound. Right. <laughs> so that I remember. I stayed up till 5 a.m. two nights in a row making that content. Oh. And I just, it's, I'm very, you can ask Skylar, I'm so extremely picky about some things and um, maybe a lot of things, but when we do content pieces like that, I'm so picky about the delivery, about the editing, about the right. moment to moment through every piece of that video. And so I had to, I had to realize at a certain point this year, like I could keep just pumping those content pieces out, but then we really take a hit on game development time which is also why we brought on marcus you know for the wallace yeah. it's like the and same why thing. we brought on josh for game mm -hmm. development all that yeah so we'll have more of that stuff especially yeah. now because my editing skills and everything obviously have gotten better so my um, my the amount of time it takes because like but anyway no that's why it's been a while my two favorite so my favorite content to make i mean i don't make that much content right like but I love making the podcast, especially when people are interacting with us. I think it's really fun. And I think just streaming on Twitch in general is really fun for me. Um, <laughs> but my two favorite pieces of content that we have made at all in all of our content. Could you have any guesses? They're both. I think we're originally Instagram. Oh, wait. One is Josh. <laughs> one is one Josh, is... the guy who the, you and the guy like. <laughs> yeah, she told you not to worry about. She told you not to worry about. That was yes. a good one. That, and then the other one is the cheese it clip from one of our first podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah, edit yeah. you made of it where you make the fucking, you slow-mo yeah. your fucking sound <laughs> at the end. <laughs> those are good. Those I'm like, those good. need to come back. You need to like repost those just so people who haven't been with us for that long can see. It's Especially true, that Cheez-It clip, dude, is so yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, I think uh, maybe if, <laughs> you know, as COVID settles this next year, we bring the in-person podcast back maybe. I, that would be I would cool. love to do that. I mean, we, we talked about trying to do one in-person a month at least to start ramping that back up. So mm -hmm. maybe maybe January. Well, we are going to be doing some play testing, so maybe we can do a combo. True. Maybe we can we can take advantage and hit them out both out. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, just do a ten hour day of playtesting and then a podcast. I forward. don't. My favorite kind of content, legitimately, from uh, as as we've said before, I love hype. I love generating hype, and I love delivering on hype. And I think 
realistically, the content that has done that the most so far are the giveaways, right? I love hyping the giveaway. I love <laughs> delivering it. I love the excitement in the chat. I love like, there's so many people who message me all the time. Uh, I'll say like once a week, at least I get somebody telling me like how their life is better because we do giveaways. They say that's, that it, that's awesome. they, they say, they say it gives me something to look forward to. Like I get like excited about something and, um, it, it's dope. Like that's super cool. Fuck. Like I don't, yeah. I per, you know, hit it with a wombo combo. Yeah. No, Coos, for sure. Like that when people get excited about stuff, um, it's so cool. And to deliver that, like, I don't know if you guys saw the stories yesterday. We just shipped the blue Xbox controller with um, the Master Chief Pop Funko set to Mitch out in wherever. Yeah, I can't remember. California, wherever he lives. He got it. He posted, like, you know, I, I really love packaging it up all nice, like, so that when you win that giveaway, you get, like, a, a surprise from the studio is how it feels. And then people messaging us later and, like, feeling special because of it. That's the best. That's That's the... That's the kind of stuff that I think is, is that's the awesome. Oh yeah. Um, also our uh, our song we made that got that's got used in Bloopawalla. That shit was funny too. Remember me on a oh, and yes, you on the yes. what is that thing called? My brain is uh, uh the metal drum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand drum? The hand drum, fuck? that's right. I think yeah. it's called hand drum. Uh, and also when you made me the fucking Smurf enemy in that Josh and I <laughs> content, and then so many people started calling me a Smurf. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was another good one. Oh. Yeah, I love that. I, I'll th- I'll say it's very funny. I don't uh, in having a grade as you can tell. Like I, I'm not sure for those of us who are watching if you've observed, we we'll post stuff on Instagram, especially when we post like podcast stuff generally always underperforms engagement wise related to of course giveaways but also like memes you guys love memes <laughs> and yep. that's cool but the that other content first of all i strongly believe in what gary v says in that like quality of something is subjective like some there might be yeah maybe only a third of the people who usually interact with the meme interact with the podcast stuff but those third people are like really liking it they're really enjoying it they're enjoying the community and uh from that perspective it's all worth it it doesn't matter from my from my perspective if just because one post gets 30% less engagement than the other one does not mean let's nix this post and never do it again per se if the right like it would be different if, for example, Lynx and Coos and Toby and all of our hardcore always following us, always interacting with us, the Deku mans, you know, if all of a sudden we put out shit and they didn't like it, you know, like then it would be different. Then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, what are we posting? But uh, if if our community, you know, if all the Discord bros are loving it, even if nobody else likes it, then who gives a fuck? You know, like yep. that's cool. Uh, yeah, and I think that, like, sort of translate, and maybe this can be sort of our final thought, to, like, our overall philosophy for the game studio. And I think, like, one thing that Anthony and I agreed on really, like, significantly when we first started considering working together and stuff was that both of our main goals were to just, like, we want to p- put, like, good into the world and, like, just bring good to people and, like, have people have significant experiences that maybe, like, actually make them better people and i think that 
uh maybe a little unexpectedly we've been able to do that just through the discord and just through making content and interacting with the community like our original goal was just to like do that with the game but we're sort of doing it just through the discord and through the content you make and through like what you're saying right even with like the giveaways ironically enough which is like the most like capitalist greed bullshit we could do is potentially like bringing like legitimate good to people not only the people who are winning the giveaways but like you said just like these random people who message you yeah well yeah you hey i'll just i'll take one right here you know you guys know i if discord the giveaways if it was up to skylar i don't think we would have ever started giveaways <laughs> but it's okay it's okay it's i just think I have to, I tell Skylar a lot of times since since Skylar's like a good person I don't think he understands what life is like for us monkeys you know <laughs> us animals you know we we are very extrinsic reward based you know we need that I need a reason to give a shit you know and then when you get in there you just, you find out like oh oh. This is kind of nice anyway, you know, and anyway, so, uh, no, I'm just that, kidding. honestly, no, it's, it's, it's really true. And it's something I've always realized and realized I need to think about like my personality and who I am is like, just like if you look at MBTI, for example, which is just like a personality index, my personality type is like 3% of people or whatever. It's like very, right. very rare. So sure. I have to realize that whenever I'm interacting with someone, it's way more likely that they will be significantly different than me than similar to me. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. And so I, I just yep. like appreciate that. And the fact that Anthony can make this fucking goofy shit and attract people and then also make really significant, meaningful content that people also like makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's... uh. I, like I said, it's it's been uh, the giveaways are a ton of fun. I love the excitement they bring, and I mean, it's I think right, like money and generally the pursuit of all that stuff. As we've is is it can only take you so far. It's this shallow version of, in at least you know, in my opinion, of real happiness. And I think almost everyone would agree uh, that I, I don't know that most people I talk to seem to agree on that. It, money, the excitement about money and stuff. There's an element of security. There's an element of safety. Whatever, blah blah blah, all this stuff. But it can take you only so far. There's this yeah. deeper form of happiness. Like there's available. a lot of research that shows that once you hit a specific threshold of monetary like input right that like basically it's that safety and security threshold the amount of like fulfillment and happiness you gain from money goes to basically zero like the the graph right. that's going up just plateaus right there right yeah i i mean it like i i'll say one thing that's been super interesting is that like 70 percent Okay, no. I want to say probably if you take into account the entire demographic, I want to say 55-ish percent of our Instagram following uh -huh. are are males under like 20. So, right. we have a lot of young dudes who follow us and I I being recently a young dude myself, I understand you know, I understand the like man, I just wish I had like money to do this shit stuff that, you know, a lot of our community's uh, uh, members often engage with us. Totally understand. We're like on the flip side of that where thankfully we have a like a very comfortable life in that regard and we see like that on its own only goes so far you know yeah. like 
it is that safety and security thing, very important and whatever. But we're, like we've talked about before, we're in a point of life where now it's not, we, I at least especially, don't have, I have the money, but I don't have the time, you know? Uh, money now buys time for me personally. Whereas before, I didn't have any money and I had a bunch of time, which is right. also why I played probably a wider variety of games, right, right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't know yeah, what the Link's, question was. Link says, money doesn't buy happiness, only rents it, is a quote he likes. And I think that's yeah. a great quote. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I, just, yeah, I wanted to catch up on these. Sansquid says, also, Sansquid, by the way, a freaking the man. Uh, also, Squid, watch out. If you're listening to this, we have a Patreon, okay? And you get a fuck ton of perks from it. And one of them is that every three months, if you are in the, the $5 or $10 a month tier, you get a free sticker. Squid's oh, squid there. free sticker technically um, becomes active Friday. Ooh. So I will be DMing you, Squid. You have a free sticker coming your way, buddy. And then three months from now, he's also getting free choice of merch. Whatever the fuck he wants from our crazy. store. That's Whatever crazy. he wants from our store. I don't even store. get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Skyler doesn't. <laughs> So I get anyway. the sample when I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that squid support of all the patrons, everybody support. Don't get us wrong. We have uh, we have heard from so many people they would love to support us in that way, and they can't have money. Trust us, we don't. Uh, we love you anyway. Okay, we and we do. appreciate we your your uh, your interaction with us so much, and I hope you feel that we don't like not care about you more than the others but we really we understand what it means to give somebody ten dollars a month you know that's a that's a really sizable investment and we take it we are take it very consider uh well i just one of the radios took over i lost the word we uh, really appreciate <laughs> we really appreciate it yeah, Squid. it's very and, humbling honestly to see someone who's willing to give us some of their money just because they enjoy what we're doing. Yeah, that's really cool. Snowy um, Branch I, says I need to join the Patreon. You are correct. I, I apparently I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they don't even yeah, we uh hopefully we always try to be really transparent about how the giveaways work we've literally posted the code to the giveaway oh, yeah, roll on discord like the four code. times um yeah I, I, you can ask skyler i'm very paranoid legally on everything oh and it's legal true. sweepstake laws like you get in a lot of trouble if you advertise that it's random and then it's not random you know yep. like you like legit so yeah. uh, we make it a priority to let you know the rules right. and the only that, uh, line of code i didn't include is the one that makes sure links doesn't win that's literally <laughs> the only line of code i didn't include yep 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 <laughs> Uh, all right. Did we get anything left? No, I nothing. Think... No other questions. You, could, I think this we're good to wrap it up. Honestly, I, I think it's been thoughts? a really exciting year for us. And I think Anthony and I are super lucky that COVID did not have a huge effect on our ability to work, both in our regular jobs and on the game. And so, for us, like from a KO Koala perspective, it's been, I think, an amazing year, better than we would have even expected it to be. Oh yeah, for KO Koala. We went. I mean. Like I said before, numbers don't matter. They matter in a certain way, but like they don't matter from like our how happy we are, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. It, it, maybe that's the way of saying it. But we went from having 
zero. Okay, that's not true. We probably had around a hundred followers on social media at the beginning of the year to like sixteen, seventeen thousand across all of the things. That's a fantastic year for us. We went uh, from zero in the Discord to what do we have now? The north of nine hundred. North of nine, which is crazy. That's amazing because honestly, like that's the people who. That that feels like 900 people who might actually buy our game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is crazy. No, no. I mean, look, we're at the end of eventually at a certain point we are a business, right? And like we need to sell something to you guys that hopefully you will buy at a price that's fair and everything so that you buy it so like literally we can just keep doing it, right? We right. can pay for your living and stuff. But um yeah, trust uh, me, whenever Anthony comes at me with like here's the merch prices, I'm always like, how can we make that price lower? So, I got yeah. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be <laughs> everything you guys do all those who are in here and have bought merch and stuff like directly contributes to that right that's yep. the way we pay for everything in the studio dev expenses advertisement expenses giveaway expenses blah 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 is literally our own money right so it's like right. i i a lot of the times for example the gift card we're giving away tonight the the reason we give it away is because i think to myself well i just won't order food a couple times <laughs> And right. I'll just, I'll just, you know, for myself and I'll do a giveaway instead. It's like, and then if somebody buys merch, Hey, I can get Chipotle twice. You right. Know? <laughs> like, right. Or we, we, yeah, we difference. put slightly less money in at the beginning of the month or whatever, which is great. Like we have, we have taken $0 out of the company, like for profit. So no, far. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, we're, in- we are all very in the hole. In fact, so like, yeah, just yeah. know we do this cause we love it. And cause we love the community so far. And quite frankly, we believe in it. Like, yeah, we, do. we see what we're making. We think you're going to love it. Um, we see what we are going to do beyond that. What we want to do beyond that. We think you're going to love that even more than this. <laughs> Especially when we hire Will Waltz. Oh God, <laughs> man! I we should have. You know what? I'm gonna try and reach out to Will see if he'll join us on on. That would be so cool. If would, I mean, I'll talk about literally any topic he wants. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll 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 see if he's down. He's. We might be too much of monkeys for his his highness. I'm just kidding. He not because he's pretentious or anything right, like that. No, no, I just no, meant to more say just he's he's well established. He's he's a professional animator right now working at 343 Industries and he's just like a talented dude. I don't know if you yeah. you should if you're not following Will Waltz, I think that's his handle on Instagram. You should because he takes phenomenal pictures. Like unbelievably cool. He took one. It's one of those like high exposure or whatever you call it where like you let, leave the camera there and you take a shot for a long time at night or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what yeah, you call yeah. them, but yeah, that sounds he took cool. one and you see the galaxy like through clouds and shit. Oh, so cool. Like he, he takes super good photos. You should totally check him out. And he's a really good human from our interaction. That's what I've deduced. All right. Do we have a Patreon question? Do we have one? Oh, I don't think we, we do. do oh, we, no, we don't. Do you have okay. one on the fly squid? If squid drops one here, if not, what do you, what were you going to say? Where can Skyler. people find us? You can find us at kokoalaentertainment.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, all the ones we were talking about today, Instagram, where we are always doing oh, a right, here's giveaway. Squid's, here's Squid's uh, Patreon question of the week. What are we giving away at the end of the stream? <laughs> uh, let's do two things. Let's give away a $25 gift card, okay. and let's give away a sticker to the second okay. place. Great. How about that? 
We'll do a marbles for that. All right. So anyway, where can pe- so people can find us at those places from our website? Okay. Yes. If you already follow us on social media, we have a link tree in any bio in the bio of anywhere that's there, um, and you get. You can find links to all of our social media from there. You don't have to go to our website. You can find us here on Twitch. You can find our Discord, most importantly, there. Unfortunately, we're still working on getting partnered and so like getting a good URL for our Discord. I can't believe that still hasn't happened. I submitted that thing forever ago. I should check and make sure I haven't heard anything, but I don't think I've heard anything. Maybe one day we'll get one. Discord.gg slash KO Koala. But until then, the best way to find links to all of this stuff is at our website, KOKoalaEntertainment.com or through our link tree. Uh, Discord is the place to stay most informed on studio happenings, also game happenings. Um, Always, it's the epicenter of everything KO Koala. Uh, But yes, follow us on wherever you like. We appreciate it. We have a Patreon, as we alluded to. We have merch. Patreon uh, comes loaded with benefits, okay? We're not just asking you to support us, although, like, not judging any. (laughs) Anybody who does, okay? <laughs> People have Patreons where it's just kind of like, hey, you know, if you'd like to support us, here are some different tiers, and we really appreciate it. We, we, we say, it, it, I'll tell you after, everybody. We say the same thing, but in addition, we give you a fuck ton of stuff, behind-the-scenes content. Um, uh, you get a weekly quality time question. You get a free sticker every three months. You get a free choice of your merch every six months. Every six months, you choose whatever the fuck you want from the store, and we fucking mail it to you for free. Uh, and, uh, um, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting some stuff, but patron game nights, tons of content, go to our website, click the Patreon account and there you can, uh, yeah, see what all the tiers are available. We, we are so humbled and thankful to our supporters. Uh, and yeah, also be on the lookout. If you liked our merch and you thought our merch was cool this last year, 2021 is going to be so much more banging on that front. New designs. New sales. Hey, new sales. We will be rotating out. Right now, you're listening to us. It's December 30th. At the end of this month, our 25% off everything in the store is going down. 40% off stickers. Holiday stickers is going down. We are going to be moving to a model. We're still going to have sales like these uh, from time to time, but we're also going to be having a rotational 15% off on items every week. So there will be a new item every week. So let's say the hollow logo shirt, the minimalist logo thing, that will be 15% off that week. So to to help spread the sales goodness throughout the year. So uh, thanks for listening. Stuff. Until thanks next for time. Us this year. Join us for yeah. 2021. Thank See you, you so much to everyone who has joined us for 2021. We cannot tell you how grateful we are. Stick around for, for the giveaway. Interaction. Unless Stick you're listening in audio, then get on Twitch next week and be here for the giveaway. Ooh. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya.